0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to season two. It is season two. It is season two of its queen, Ozza. Everybody, we made it to season two. Wow! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before. We do anything. I want to give a shout out to everybody who supported me in season one. I know it's been a while since I recorded uh, another episode, but thank you for grace and thank you for love. Thank you for still um, sharing my podcast. Um, it's just been amazing. I have been going through some spiritual transformations, and I needed just I needed time to kind of sit with myself and sit with the things that I'm learning. But this is a new and improved honey um version of me now granted I know I'm not perfect nor am I trying to be I am loving every aspect of myself even the aspects that are deemed to be quote unquote unrealistic or you know bad or in the shadows I'm loving all of me but I needed time to sit with her I appreciate all of you you have been so amazing so kudos to you let me give you a round of applause. Please excuse my voice, honey. That pollen count is on 3,000 today. It's on Super Swole. It's on um Super Saiyan. It's on Elevate- Elevation. I don't know what's going on with this pollen out here, but my white charger is probably green. So I definitely have to watch her. So excuse my voice, honey, because your girl is going through some things, okay? Damn! Yeah it is a little rough out here in the streets but it's all good. And I do have cough drops, so you know, if you hear me sounding crazy, that's probably because I'm using my cough drops. And that's okay too, word. Um today we're going to talk about spirit animals and animal totems. I feel like those things are very very important because I see a lot of people um growing an interest in nature and the things that nature possesses, right? And I want to tap into that because it's some things with animal totems, I think, or spirit guide. I mean, sorry, spirit animals, animal totems. um, It's some things that I feel like I can offer you and it can help you enhance where you already are because you're already amazing. Right. So let's talk about it. Um, I started off uh, just like most people looking for what the animal means. Oh, you know, the tiger means this, or the elephant means that, or the butterfly resembles this, and it means that, that, and clarity, and blah, 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 you know, those are very good tools, right? So I'm not going against those tools. I just feel like now with certain things or whatnot, that's surface level. And I want to show you different ways where you can dive deep into the energy of that animal, So you can get a better understanding of that animal or whatever the case may be, insect, whatever. Um, Yeah. I want to give you different ways to look at things, right? So for example, let's look at how they live. First things first, how do they live? What do I mean? Okay. We can see if the animal is considered a predator, or if the animal is considered prey. So how does the animal survive, right? If you deal with the rabbit, right, you know the rabbit probably more than likely is considered prey. So what techniques do the rabbit use to survive? Or vice versa, you know, a tiger, right? More than likely, that's a predator. Now, how does the tiger live, you know? What what do the, what does the tiger do to survive? You know, um, and when your animal, let's just say your animal is prey, mostly prey, right? Those energies that the animals uh, possess that eats that rabbit, those are the energies you'll probably avoid. You know what I'm saying? And people, because believe it or not, you know, and anim- the animal kingdom. We share a lot of characteristics, like on some real stuff, like we really do. So you can see those characteristics in people you or situations. You can avoid those situations, you know, or if your animal is a predator, you can put yourself in situations where, you know, you can eat, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just the energy of that animal. So let's look at number one. Like I said, the way they live now, let's use a wolf, right? The wolf has a wolf pack. You know what I'm saying? So basically, if you're trying to get into the energy of the wolf more than likely, you might need to be around like-minded people. You know what I'm saying? People with the same goal in mind. Or you might have, you know, an animal such as a sloth, right? The sloth may seem lazy or may seem slow, or the sloth can also teach you how to be patient with yourself. What's the rush? You're still going to get to your destination. You know, it's different ways to see how these animals live. And you can go and, you know, um, apply this to your life, whatever the case may be. I'm not saying that, you know, you have to be exactly like that animal. But using the energy of it, right, it can help you shape shift. Shapeshifting is also a part of your magic you know, um, are you giving reference to the animal? Do you have, uh, necklaces or pictures, you know what I'm saying? Or anything that reverence the animal around you, that also helps with bonding and getting to understand and dealing with the energy of that animal, you know, is it, do you have, um, different ceremonies? Some people do ceremonies for the animal. I'm not saying you should. I ain't saying you shouldn't. I'm just telling you what people do. They offer sale mountains for the animal. Like, I seen this documentary, and these uh, indigenous peoples, you know, they had the wolf. It was like the wolf dance and all of this stuff, and the drumming was different, different patterns represented, you know, the the different animals. I was like, yo, that's dope. I didn't think that you can go that far with it, but you really can embodying and calling on that energy of that animal and uh before I get too 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 deep right um uh, just remember that certain animals are strong in certain areas certain animals are weak in certain areas so you know using your intuition when it comes to when to call your animal because then you know your animal strong suits this also helps too. That also goes into you know understanding how they live and how they maneuver or whatever. Um, the second thing that I would like to mention is the location of the animal. You have the swamp, the forest, the mountains, you know, it's different areas, the desert is it's different areas. And, some, and different areas also have different energy. Like, if you had an animal that came from the swamp, you know, you thrive in your darkness. You know how to thrive in your shadows. When it's sticky, when it's muddy and dirty, you more than likely know how to get dirty. And that's okay, too. That's okay, too. Um, I had an example with the frog, right? It was two frogs that just came. They I don't know where they came from. But it ended up by my leg but Shrine. And I was like, how in the hell did a frog, two frogs, get in the crib? Ah! And like, when I saw it, my housemate at the time had to catch him because I had to go lay down in the bed. I was like, I can't do it. I can't take it. And I went to sleep. Like, I could not do it. I don't know how she caught him, but... You know, grateful for her, but yeah, I couldn't do it, and I don't know what happened to my spirit until later on. You know, I told my godmother like, "Yo, like this is what happened," and um, she pretty much mentioned like, you know, it's that probably is a spirit animal. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, for or spirit animal, so I really had to go deep into the frog. You know, the frog, um starts in the water and then it goes to another element which is land and it could do you know it could do so many things and I'm like yo that transformation that the frog has a big transformation so instead of looking at this little sticky thing that's just hopping everywhere and eating insects and all that stuff like the transformation of the frog was very real especially it was apparent in my life um even looking at the number two i don't do numerology like that so you know we're just relating to and the energy of it and what i had going on at the time it made sense for it to be two frogs you know that big transformation means a lot so these spirit animals and animal totems they can come in you at you in different forms in your dreams um I read a book and it was talking about how people can meet their spirit animals in their dreams and steps to get close to the animal and bonding with the animal, you know, um, getting a little closer to the animal. If the animal is shy or whatever the case may be, like even if you are shy or whatever the case may be like that happens in in dreams too like it's really deep with animals and I know once this podcast come out uh I give you information later um later in this uh episode I give you the email and all that and how to contact me but I know people will contact me and tell me about their experiences with dreams and stuff and that's that's real that's your spirit animal coming to you in forms especially if you're in a region where the animal is not located for real then it comes to you in a dream like that, especially those wild animals. Like it's 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 something else because your dream state is also spiritual. That's the most spiritual, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like so, seeing these animals in your dreams and yeah, journal about them. Try to try to you know create some kind of bond with them in your dreams. They come in that form too. Um, another thing. Hold on. I wanted to talk about the shadow totem because the shadow totem is basically the totem that you are afraid of. And a lot of times that shadow totem may come around as far as something that's fearful because we, we thinking about, you know, the things that we're afraid of about ourselves as well as what the animal can do. Right. But with the shadow totem, it can also Talk about that life, death, and rebirth, letting go of the old and creating that new. You know, what What energies does that animal possess, you know, that creates some kind of whatever is, that's not positive? Like, I, when I read about the shadow total, that made sense to me. Like, that made me kind of respect those things that I'm afraid of. I mentioned on my Instagram that um, the bear, I like that example that I used, like, let's talk about the bear right quick, right? So if your spirit animal is a bear and you know the bear hibernates in the winter, you know, you can prepare, do what you need to do in the fall to prepare for hibernation Hibernation, that's when you, you know what I'm saying, to be coming up with your plans and all of these other things like that, to launch your new beginnings that comes out in the spring, you know, whether it's your businesses or your creative ideas or you know, um things that you want to do for yourself, like we can use that energy, that time in the winter to plan for the spring, you know. That's how the bear moves around. And I was like, dang, that's really interesting that I said something like that. Like, that's that's a great example of how to use the energy of the bear, you know, if that's your spirit animal or your animal totem, right? And let's look at the bird. The bird has so many aspects to it because, number one, you know, that – a, a lot of indigenous people look at the bird as the messenger from the gods because it's so high. And, you know, that's that messenger between earth and the heavens and things like that. Um, someone told me, and I, um, I had to really give them props. It's just like, you know, the bird teaches you patience and it teaches how to allow. And reading it in a book, I'm like, the bird does allow you, show you how to allow, because the bird does not try to control the air current. The bird adjusts its wings so it can flow smoothly through the air current. That's a, that's a, child, that's a whole bar. Oh my God! Wow. Oh my God! And speaking of birds, I learned about how people are use the feathers to activate breathing through the, the feathers during meditation, healing, or in the process of, you know, calling the energy of that specific bird, um, it activates the feather. Um, it triggers the life and energy of the feather. It awakens the forces reflected by it, um, Learning about that bird helps too. But yeah, breathing through the feather, especially like for healing or body parts and stuff like that. Um imagine uh the imagining the energy of the feather. I think that's equivalent to Reiki. I ain't gonna hold you, but imagining the energy of that feather to um, heal, you're sending the energy. Like, I don't know. Let's give it Reiki, but I may be wrong. But I thought that was pretty cool to read. I really thought that was cool. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. Um, some people have uh prayer sticks, they have staffs. Um, that can serve as an antenna between, you know, the energy of that animal. Let's just say you wanted to make, you know how they have those those um the staff or the sticks that you know they use when dancing, and, do, 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 do. and they may have you know, uh, uh, little symbols of the animal or painted or taped on there not taped, Lord oh Jesus, not taped, but you know, on the wands and in the staff and stuff like that, carved in there. It's, it's just really dope, like that serves as an antenna. And I didn't really recognize that and, and understand it for real. Until I started studying animal totems or spirit animals, that's a way of reverence and calling the energy of that animal. Um, it's really effective when you're doing that from natural elements, with things that's made from natural elements. Like, you know, um, um, instead of buying them, you creating creating on your own. You know, going to the woods, getting sticks, you know, or buying wooden, uh carved uh sticks that's already at the store, Home Depot, uh loads or stuff like that. And then you doing whatever you you know, getting whatever you need for it. I think that's pretty cool with referencing the um the spirit animal or the animal totem. So yeah. I really just wanted to share some things with y'all because a lot of y'all have already been asking where I've been, but after I uh I saw the engagement on my Instagram and I saw like yeah, a lot of people tuning in. I got more subscribers and stuff. I was like, Yeah, let me go ahead and put that out there for the people. And we, you know, we learning every day. So I hope this was beneficial to you. I really hope so, cause I had fun doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was gangster, bro. That that whole transmission with those animals—that was really gangster, man. So yeah, this is season two, man. Congratulations to us for our growth and our elevation. I will later in later episodes. I'll let you know what's been going on with your girl, and I may. Create a lecture from it. Who knows? I might get a clubhouse room going. A lot of y'all like my clubhouse rooms. I see that. Most of my um, most of my views came from my rooms that had that that I uh recorded from Clubhouse and put on its Queen Ozza. So I might do that next. That may be something different because I do have some tough people that I deal with on Clubhouse. I respect their perspectives, I respect them It's uh It's it's, uh, friends, um, brothers, sisters. Like, I have some dope people around me, even off Clubhouse. Even off Clubhouse. But I'm just, you know, I never recorded those conversations. I may start bringing guests on here. Who knows? Who knows? Season 2 may just be a little turned up. But my email is um, QueenIza.com. Q-U-E-E-N-A-Z-A-7, number seven, at gmail.com, QueenAza7, at gmail.com. I know I sound fool up, but I told y'all this pilot is like, yo, what's good, baby, for season two? But I was like, let me go ahead before I lose my voice completely. Let me go ahead and um record this podcast and get this tea going. You know my natural herbalist in the house. Not me, but I got some recommendations. So boom, getting this tea. Um, I love you as I love myself. Turn up, my people. Turn up. I love you.